Hey everybody, welcome to Here's the Deal with uh, Rick Countryman, and this is our third episode. It is December the 9th, 2020, and I'm super glad you're with us. Maybe um, may, maybe this is your, your, your first time, and I've got some of them in my hand right now, and I love getting your questions. I really do, and obviously I can't answer all of them on this broadcast, this podcast, uh, but I, I try to answer some of them, and then a lot of you I just got back to. I just emailed you back, or I asked for your phone number, and I actually called uh, some of you up on the phone uh, because the, in the email just would have taken way too long. And and so, but but I love your questions, and uh, really, what drives the program are, are your questions because all I do is answer some of the things that are on your heart. And so uh, I'm super grateful that we're doing this. The podcast is now available. All you have to do is go to iTunes podcast and, you know, put in the search bar. Here's the deal with Rick Countryman and it'll pop up and then you can subscribe to it. There's only two on there because this is the third one. Um, but man, please go there, subscribe, get, get it, get it downloaded onto your smartphone so you can listen to the broadcast anytime you want make sure as i said you're sharing this with your you know family members your friends or or whoever also if you have an idea if you have a suggestion email it to me um man we're on the front end of this thing and we're learning as we go in fact some of you might be wondering where am i right now this isn't my living room well i'm on a staff retreat with uh, some of the pastors of our church at Big Valley Grace, and it's an overnighter. So I'm actually up in Miwok Village at a really, really nice little hotel area, a little, little retreat center, and um, taking some time out from lunch to come and do the broadcast. And today, uh, Joel Boone, uh, the senior pastor at Big Valley Grace, is on the program, and I'm excited about him, which is one of the things I want to do on this broadcast, this podcast is I want to have different pastors, not only for my church, but different churches in our town, in our community. And with technology, man, we can have uh, leaders, Christian leaders, Christian thought leaders, you know, good people, uh, missionaries, whoever they might be on this program who literally uh, are in another state or another country. And so we really uh, want this to be something that's a real blessing to you. But so let's get right into uh, today's uh, topic, okay? So I got this email, and as I said, I never read the names or anything like that. I just read the, the situation, and I'm going to let this one be our, our guide for today, all right? So here, here was the question. Uh, Pastor Countryman, I'm 23 years old, and I'm dating a really nice man. What is the number one most important thing I need to be looking for in a potential husband? I can hardly wait until the new podcast uh, starts. Thanks. And then this person gives me uh, her name. That's a great question. And as I said, as I posted this out there, this is a great question. Whether you're single or whatever, you, you want to get married. I mean, this is just a great, great question. And um, what I want to do is I just want to, I want to give you two things. And I guarantee you, if you do these two things, you'll have a great marriage 
uh, that'll last a lifetime. I guarantee it if you do these two things. If you don't do both of them, if you don't do either one or you only do one, I got no guarantees for you. But if you'll do both of them, I guarantee you will have a great, great, great um, marriage, okay? And so let me give you the, the first one, okay? The first one is this, okay? Dating is really a time when you're trying to dis de determine whether it's a good match or not. That's the whole point of dating. You're going to get goosebumps and you're going to feel good about everybody you might date. But what you're trying to do is you're trying to figure out, is this a good match? And so the very first thing you got to deal with is you got to make a wise choice, right? You got to choose wisely. That's the first step. And that's what dating is all about. It's about discerning whether this person is a wise choice for me. That's what it's about. And so this is where it begins. Because if you don't make a wise choice, then my second thing I'm going to tell you isn't going to matter. So it all begins right here. And so when you're dating, you're trying to decide, is this somebody who's a good choice for me? You're looking for wisdom. And what I want to do is I want to give you a few places where you find wisdom, where you can gain wisdom as to, is this guy I'm dating or this gal I'm dating, are they the wise choice for me? And obviously, the first place you look for wisdom is the scriptures, right? You got to go to the scriptures. This is where you find the wisdom you need to know whether that guy or that gal is a match for you. So it all begins right here. And let me give you one little piece of um, wisdom that God gives us. Okay, it's found in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and in verse 14. Okay, God says this to his people. He says, don't be unequally yoked together with an unbeliever. That is maybe the most important wisdom that you find in God's word as it relates to making a wise choice, okay? The first thing you need to know is this. Is this person who's asked me out on a date or this person I'm thinking about dating or whatever, is this person a believer? And if they're not a believer, then guess what? Why continue dating them? It, it's, it's not a match, you're a believer, they're not, and the Bible is crystal clear that we're not to be unequally yoked. If you're a Christian and you marry a non-Christian, you're unequally yoked, and so you've already blown it. You've already blown the first rule, which is make a wise choice. So you always want to make sure, hey, is this person that I'm dating, are they a believer? Now, just because they're a believer, that doesn't mean that it's still a wise choice. There are other things that you got to kind of figure out uh, along the way. For instance, give you an example. I once had a, uh, a young gal in my office, and we were talking, and she had met this guy and really kind of liked him, but he had a career 
where he was on the road all the time. He was um, a, a trucker. So he would, you know, long haul trucker. And so he'd be gone for two or three days at a time. Great Christian guy. I knew the guy. Wonderful Christian man. But he was gone a lot on the road because that was his career. Well, she always wanted to make sure that she had a man, a family where her man was home every night. And, and they had dinner together every night around a table. That when they had children, that they would gather around the table and have dinner every night. And so as great a guy as he was, it wasn't a match because he wasn't going to be home, you know, but maybe two nights out of seven. And so it wasn't, a, it wasn't a match. And so part of her gathering of wisdom was, you know what? He has a career that he loves, and he's not going to change his career. And I want to have a man who's home every night having dinner with me around the table. It's not a match. Not that he's a bad guy or she was a bad gal. It just, just wasn't a match. Now, I'll give you another scenario that happened to me. Had a guy and a gal actually came into my office and, uh, and, and, and he went to another church in our city. I didn't know him, never met him, but she asked, Hey, Pastor Rick, would you meet with me and my boyfriend? We seem to be getting close and I would like, just like for you to meet him and maybe ask him some questions and see if he might be a match, if you will. So he came into my office, both of them came in and we met. He seemed like a nice guy, you know, they seemed like a great couple and all that. And he was a Christian, you know, at least he said he was a Christian. And he said, I asked him, I said, hey, what church do you attend? And he told me a church in, in our city. And I said, oh, wow, that's really great. I said, where do you serve in that church? And he told me that he served in the men's ministry of that church. And I said, man, that's really great. So I said, uh, hold on. And I went over and I got my cell phone. And I happened to know the pastor of that church really well. I have his number, you know, in my cell phone. And so I, I took my phone and I be made the phone call and I said hey Mr. so-and-so pastor so-and-so my friend's name uh, and I could look I'm looking at the guy he's sitting in my office and I could just see his eyes I, I could just see he's sweating bullets now and he, he knew what was going on and I said hey listen I've, I've got a young man in my office seems really nice guy and all that uh, I said but hey I just want to know is he a member at your church and this, this other church wasn't a very large church. And he goes, I, I, I really don't, I've never heard of him. And I said, oh, I said, well, well he serves in men's ministry, he, he said. Well, as I'm talking to this pastor, this guy gets up and walks out of the office. Okay, he walks out of my office. And I told this guy on the phone, I said, hey, listen, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. And we hung up. So now I'm sitting with this gal. And she goes, Pastor Rick, what do I do? Well, you got to make a wise choice and you just got a bit of data. You just gathered a little bit of wisdom about this guy. Oh, he's good looking and I know it gives you a goosebump and I'm sure, you know, he's paid for all of your meals and when he holds your hands, you, you know, it feels good and all those things. But he lied to you. He didn't tell you the truth. And, and you now have a decision to make. You're an adult. Well, they didn't end up getting married. Point is, is that you want to make a wise decision. Another place that you find wisdom is talking to your parents. 
they've been around a whole lot longer than you have and probably nobody knows you as good as you know they do so you want to talk to your parents so, so you're looking at the word parents you want to go to your pastor if you're a part of a church go talk to your pastor they'll give you the wisdom you need i don't know go to your rabbi go to your priest you, uh, you, you go to somebody who doesn't have a dog in the in the race so to speak and then what's super important is that you get into a premarital uh, counseling class. And at our church, Big Valley Grace in Modesto, I think we have the best. Uh, here's it. Uh, there could be other churches that have a premarital counseling that's as good as ours, but nobody has one better than ours. And you always want to go through the premarital um, counseling classes. So, scripture. That's how you make a wise choice. Talk to your parents, your pastor, premarital counseling. Now, I told you I was going to have Joel Boone, the senior pastor of Big Valley Grace, on the program. And I'm going to have him come on and just take a second. And I wanted him to share with you what were some things that, you know, attracted him besides her, her external beauty, his wife Sarah. What were some things that attracted him, what, were the, what was the wisdom that he gathered to say, hey, that's somebody I want to spend my life with? So, Joel, why don't you share? Absolutely. Well, hello, everyone. And uh, again, my name is Joel. My wife's name is Sarah, and we actually have been friends our whole life. My parents, her parents have been friends before I was born, before my wife was born. And friendship, that was the, that was the first thing, is that my wife and I were friends. And when we were freshmen in high school... We started going to this uh, place called Varsity Fellowship, which was a high school ministry at Big Valley Grace Community Church. And there was a really loud guy who talked a really long time. And uh, it was just more time for me to hang out with my friends. And so I would go there and hang out with my friends. And my wife and I, we spent time together as friends, a lot of time together as friends. There is a painting on the wall right here behind us. And it says right there, you can't see it, but it says, A friend loves at all times. That is from Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loves at all times. And I want you to know, my wife and I are still friends. Yesterday, we went to Pinecrest Lake, and we spent two hours walking around the lake, holding hands, talking, thinking about this last year, thinking about what's happened in our own lives, in our ministry, in our family. And we love each other, and we are each other's best friend still today. And so that's the first thing, is that we're friends. The second thing is, she's beautiful, and uh, beauty's not everything, but it's a lot of things. And she is, she's beautiful. Now we, you know, we didn't start as dating; we started as friends, and we were friends before we ever dated. But there came a moment where she caught my eye differently, and you know, I caught her eye differently, and I, 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 I thought, wow, she is beautiful, and I wanted to pursue her, and I still do. My wife is beautiful. We've been married for 20 years, and I believe my wife is the most beautiful woman in the world, and I love her very much, and I still pursue her, and we're friends, but uh, I'm in love with her, and, and there is romance involved, and I love her very, very much, and a friend loves at all times, and, and she's my best friend, and I love her because of that, but the third, the third thing um, is I can trust her. And this was this was a really big deal uh, to be able to trust her that I could really trust somebody, um, and not have uh, you know them stab me in the back or turn their back on me or whatever. And 
like I said, my wife and I have been married for 20 years. It has not been easy. It has not all been simple. But we trust each other, and we have made it through very, very difficult seasons. Uh, and we will continue to go through difficult seasons together. And I know I have a friend on my arm that I can trust. And, and here's how I know that I could trust her is because even years ago, you know, over 20 years ago before we got married, she wanted to follow Jesus. She spent time reading the Bible. And Jesus is trustworthy. The Bible is trustworthy. And she was following him. And I wanted to do the same thing. And so our trust wasn't based on each other as people. Our trust was based on we were going after someone who was trustworthy. And we both wanted to follow Jesus. So uh, that, 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 that's a big deal. And, uh, and we've been married for 20 years. So I, I wanted to marry her because she's my friend. Uh, I wanted to marry her because she's hot. And I think she's beautiful. <laughs> and I wanted to marry her because, frankly, on a human perspective i trust her more than any other human and uh, we both love jesus and life is not easy it is not simple our family is complicated and big but we want to follow jesus so those are the three things friendship uh beauty and trust and it's really based in jesus christ so thanks for letting me share hey thanks pastor joel you know one of the things that he shared there was that they were in that the youth group together for a long time and so guess what that meant? That meant that they knew that they both knew the Lord. Now I knew him. I was their youth pastor and obviously they weren't as mature in the faith as they are today. But wow. I mean, they knew they they knew that that they both had a relationship with Christ. And so anyway, my but point number 1 is you got to make a wise choice. That's what it starts there. Now, after you make a wise choice, you 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 know, you pick somebody, you date somebody, you marry somebody who was a believer, they love the Lord, and, and there's a match, and, and wow, once you do this, now you get to the second one, and that is, you treat them with kindness. You make a wise choice, and then you just treat that person with great kindness. Now, if you make a wrong choice and you pick a jerk or you pick a loser or you pick, you know, you know, somebody who's just mean or whatever, it isn't going to matter how you treat them. It won't matter, which is why you got to make a good choice. Because if you make a good choice and then you treat them with great kindness, I guarantee you, you're, you'll have a great marriage. Now, here's the deal. You can make a wonderful choice. You can make a wise choice, but if you don't treat them right, if you don't treat them with kindness and respect, well, guess what? You're not going to have a good marriage. So you can see that these two things have to go together. You have to make a, 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 a wise choice, and then you got to treat them with kindness. In fact, you know what the Bible would say? The Bible would say this. In fact, it was Jesus' own words. Um, some people call it the golden rule, and that is this. Jesus said, Treat other people the way you would want to be treated, right? And certainly that would mean the person that you chose to be your spouse, whether it's your husband or your wife. Jesus would say this, you made a wise choice, you entered into this covenantal relationship, you said I do to one another, now 
treat that person the way you would want to be treated. And if you make a wise choice and you treat that person the way you want to be treated, I guarantee you, you'll have a great marriage. The great apostle Paul would just say, he put it another way when he said, put the needs of others ahead of yourself. That, that's treating others with kindness. And so here's the deal. If you make a wise choice and you gather wisdom, you search the scriptures, you talk to your parents, you talk to your pastor, you, you go through, through premarital counseling and you make a wise choice, you pick well, you choose well, and then you treat them with kindness, you treat them with respect, you treat them the way you'd want to be treated, I guarantee you, you will have a great mess, uh, marriage. I guarantee it. So, here's the deal. That was pretty, pretty helpful, wasn't it? This was a helpful broadcast. This was a helpful podcast. It was super practical. And I want you to share it with others. Tell other people. Get, talk to others. Get, share this with other people. Go and download the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. If you've got a question, you can email it to me at rickc at bvg.org. And I'd love to look at your questions and put your questions together. Let me tell you what I'm going to do next week before I sign off, okay? This one got a lot of attention because I shared a little bit of it last week. My wife voted for Joe Biden, and I can't forgive her for that. We don't get along anymore, and I don't know what to do. Can you really be a Christian and vote for someone that is for abortion? I sure hope you'll answer this question on your program. And then they give me their name. Next week, Lord willing, that's going to be the topic. Obviously, it'll be a lot broader than, than that. But uh, anyway, hey, Lord bless you all. Have a, have a great week, and I'll see you back here next Wednesday at noon. Okay? Blessings.